This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network, hosted by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out everything related to Batman and the entire Bat family at the BatmanUniverse.net, including news and original content related to comics, movies, television, merchandise, video games, and more. Also, check out some of the other unique podcasts that TBU has to offer. Consider supporting this podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Even $1 can go a long way in supporting this content that you enjoy. Look for a link over at thebatmanuniverse.net to offer your support now. And now, on with the show. In 2008, a podcast was created with one goal. To bring Bat fans around the world news related to movies, comics, video games, television, merchandise, and so much more. And now, the Batman Universe Podcast has returned. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the TV Podcast. Today we have a very special episode for you. Um, we are going to have uh, a special interview. Uh, you may not have ever heard of him, and if you have, well, then you get to learn a little bit more about uh, Newverse Creative, um, which is a audio drama podcast that releases a ton of different versions of uh, different types of audio dramas, including ones based in the Batman universe. So without further ado, I'm going to throw over to Scott, and he's going to talk with Tim Maxwell, the creator of Newverse Creative. Hey everybody, this is Scott with the Batman Universe Podcast, and today I'm joined by Tim Maxwell, writer, performer, and creator of Newverse Creative. For those who haven't heard of Newverse Creative, and you should, they produce wildly entertaining audio dramas of unproduced screenplays, short stories, reimaginings, and more. You can find audio dramas for Batman, Spider-Man, and Superman on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and elsewhere. Welcome, Tim. I'm super, I'm super excited to chat with you. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's, you know, for a few months now, I've been listening to Newverse Creative. I've, I I can't even know how I found you guys at first, but when I did, I think it was just because I'm always looking for like audio dramas, you know, and Marvel mm. and DC have taken an interest in bringing some of them back. But I remember, you know, years before there were some wildly, you know, creative ones. And, you know, I found you guys and I got hooked on what you're doing. Cool, man. Thank you for listening. Thanks for checking out the channel. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad you like it, man. So, you know, how did you start off with, you know, you knew you ah, new verse creative? Because it seems like from what I could tell, you've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah, I think about a couple of years. Um, it's, it's kind of a long story because it all kind of started in my mind many years ago when my first son, he's seven now, but when he was just like, you know, just, you know, year, you know, two years old, I would read him stories every night before bed. And it's just not my personality to just read the story. Like I'm going to get animated with it and do voices and even sound effects sometimes just because that's who I am, you know? And um, so I got this idea. I'm like, I could do this. I can make my own audio stories and add sound effects and music and make it cool of stories that I like or whatever. And so, but I just kind of took that idea away, never did anything with it. And then many years or several years went by. And um, one of my, one of my many dreams was to, was to write my own Batman story. That was just something I always wanted to do. So I, I wrote one, it was ready to roll. I'm like, I'm going to do an audio drama of this Batman story. 
And then, but what I really wanted to do was I was passionate about Superman Lives, the unmade Tim Burton movie from the 90s. I, I had always been passionate about that since I discovered it many, many, many years ago. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do my, my Batman story. I mean, kind of use it as practice and then do Superman Lives because that's this full on script of a screenplay. And I'm going to tackle that one. Well, I kind of got into my, my own story. I lost the passion for it, gave up on that. And I was like, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to do Superman Lives. So I jumped right into Superman Lives. It was my first audio drama. It was a ton of work. It took me months to do. I almost gave up on it on one, at, like, like at one point because it was just, it was, I didn't realize how much work it was going to be, especially for one person. I mean, obviously I didn't do all the voice acting, but just putting everything together, it was all me. Just, just Other than the voice acting, it was just a one man show. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I almost gave up on it, but I did it. I got across the goal line and which that felt just amazing to, to finish it. Um, and you can, you know, obviously you can go back and listen to that one. It sounds so, so, so amateur, I think, but um, I, I think I've gotten a lot better, like over time at, at, you know, putting these together. I mean, even then I didn't know how to direct my voice actors. I didn't know how to like work with them and it wasn't their fault. Like I just didn't know like how to say, Hey, this scene, you need to be shouting because there's a fire going on or what, you know, whatever. And so, uh, but that's how it all got started. It got started with reading, reading books to my son and then, Hey, I'm going to write a uh, Batman story. And then, you know what? forget that Superman lives. We'll kick off with that, which is funny because Batman's my all-time favorite character. And it's funny that my very first audio drama is actually Superman, but it's just because I'm also very passionate about these unmade, you know, unproduced movies and screenplays, especially uh, the Tim Burton, Nick Cage, uh, Superman. So um, that is, that's how Newverse got started. I didn't know if I was going to keep making them, but I got, I got hooked on it. I loved it and just decided to just decided to keep doing it. And uh, turns out there there is actually an audience for it. People seem to like it, so I'm just gonna keep doing it, man. Do you get like a lot of comments and feedback? Yeah, I think yeah, I think especially on um, on projects like that, like the unproduced screenplays, um, you know, unmade movies that people know about. Those yeah, those get a lot of comments. Those get a lot of feedback, whether good or bad. Some people I don't like this script or you know whatever, which is fine, you know um it's it's cool to it's cool to hear that either way what what people think of either the story or even the production of it whether people like it or hate it or whatever um i'm i'm just i'm grateful that i try to respond as much as i can too and i'm just grateful that people listen you know and just yeah. just you know cuz you know some of them are hour hour and a half two hours so it's it's cool that people even listen to them so it's great Oh, they make my work day go faster. Yeah. <laughs> so and like yeah. they're and like I said, they're fun. And you know that first one yeah. you're talking about that was the Dan Gilroy. Uh, Dan script, Gilroy, right? yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one, yeah. I remember listening to that one. I what I thought was kind of fun, and you know, I assume this was kind of intentional. Was you know, with your voice cast, you know, there were rumors of certain actors portraying certain characters. Right. Obviously, Nick Cage as Superman was like the famous one, but like Christopher Walken as Brainiac, right. and like. I feel like that carried through with your voice cast that like the Brainiac in there is doing a, a little bit of a Christopher Walken in there. And yeah. Yeah. And I was very grateful because that was my very first audio drama and I didn't really know how to cast. I didn't know what I was doing and I had very minimal budget still do, you know, this is mm -hmm. really, it's, it's all me. And so I'm just taking whatever I can to put these together and working with voice mm -hmm. actors that are willing to, to provide their talents. And so I was very grateful to find people that were willing to, 
you know, to do these, uh, you know, particular like impressions like Nick Cage, um, this guy, AJ Carter, that does Nick Cage for me. And he's done a lot of other voices for me. If you, if you look through the cast of our projects, he's done other voices too, but um, I'm really just grateful for my voice actors. I've worked with a lot of them multiple times just because they're great collaborators and they, a lot of them do different voices, different impressions. And so, um, yeah, I was really grateful on that first one to get, you know, Christopher, a guy that do Christopher Walken to do Nick Cage and to do these different voices. So yeah, we, we try to do that whenever we can. Sometimes it's harder than others. Um, Cause uh, like, I think for, I think it was Chris Rock was the rumor for Jimmy Olsen. And I just could not find anyone that could, <laughs> that could do that. And so, so I just, so, so, so some of them, I just, just forget it, but I, but whenever we can, we try to, we try to get voice actors that can maybe try to mimic the, the actor that was rumored or even in, like Nick Cage was actually cast in that role. So yeah. Well, and that's cool too, because you know, as I'm like listening to them, there's a lot. It adds kind of a new dimension to it, where like, you know, you can set it in the place or time this was supposed to come out, you know, and and it, it just it makes it adds another level of like fun to it, I think, you know. And then for the reimaginings you do, or like the um, sequelish, you know, follow ups you've done for some of them, like you try to keep that spirit alive, and I think that's really neat. You know, I think yeah. it was also whoever um, did. Was it Batman 85? I think that draft, or maybe it was just the straight 89 audio drama. Whoever was doing the Jack Nicholson Joker impersonation, like I thought they did a really good job too. Yeah, yeah, that is Brett Solferino. He is a great guy. I first worked with him on a project called Superman Flyby. And because I was looking for someone to do a like Robert Downey Jr. voice, because that role was rumored. Well, one of the rumored castings was Robert Downey Jr. And I thought that was fascinating. So I'm like, let's go for that. So I worked with him on that and he's like, and I, I, I can't remember how it happened, but we got to talking about other like impersonations. And I, at the time I was going to be working on Batman 89, Batman 85, some of these like Burton verse, Michael Keaton versions of Batman. And he said, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, sure you can. And then he sent me, yeah. And then, and then, so he sends me a demo and I'm like, Whoa, dude, that's amazing. And it turns out he can also do Jack Nicholson. So he did Jack Nicholson's Joker for yeah. Batman 85, Batman 89. Uh, I'm not, I'm, not sure if he's done it any any other times or not, but yeah. So that guy, Brett Solferino, that guy is um, again. I'm really grateful for him, man, because he's done a lot of voices. He could do George Clooney, he could do Val Kilmer, he could do all these different voices. And so, like with people like him, for my channel, is is like I feel like anything is possible. And like you said, it, it adds to the fun of it to listen to it and imagine some of these reimaginings. Uh, these like what ifs, you know, what if Batman '89, but it was the Snyder verse Batman, so mm-hmm. Ben Affleck and Jared Leto and like just listening to it and, and just imagining it's really for the fun. Sometimes it's quirky. Sometimes it's maybe a little silly, but for me, and I think for, for the audience, it's really just for the fun of it. And I've got a lot of good feedback on it, which is what I was hoping for. And so I'm really, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. How do you go about selecting, you know, your screenplays or your projects for what's next? Oh man. Well, it really, it first started with, like I said, Superman lives. And so it started with, with, uh, with stories and in particular, like unproduced uh, films or or screenplays or scripts that I had always been fascinated with. And so that was Superman lives, Batman versus Superman, uh, Batman, dark Knight. Um, And so those were like the three I'd always, I, I would love to do Batman triumphant, or I think it's actually called Batman unchained. But that that script has never surfaced. So if it but if it has surfaced and it's if it's something I'm interested in, I'm on it, you know, and so like I wanna I wanna adapt that. So it started with ones that I was passionate about 
and then over time it's I've also, as you've noticed, I've started adapting like films that I love, like Batman 89, Batman Begins, because for me, like, obviously I love movies. I love comic book films and I wish I could just watch them all the time. But just like you, while I'm working, it's really cool when I can, I wish I could just watch a movie while I'm working. Well, that's kind of hard, but I can listen to a movie, you know, like a movie in your mind. And so for me, it's cool that you could sit there and listen to, you know, Batman 89 or whatever and listen to an audio version of that. I mean, cause some of these movies or some of these franchises or whatever, those already exist like Batman forever, Batman and Robin, those already have audio dramas that were made back in the nineties, but not every movie that we know and love has that treatment. And so, um, so that's another thing that I've, that I, that I started doing. And then the, the other kind of like, I think the next level, and this is what I have to get to eventually. And I've done some of this already is, is listening to what the audience is saying and saying, hey, you know, you know, this, you know, you know, these are the scripts we would love to see brought to life. And so I've done a little bit of that too, just listening to what people are saying. One of them is um, the James Cameron Spider-Man script, mm-hmm. which I've had on my list since really since I got started doing this, and I just haven't gotten to it. I can't remember his name, but there's a guy that comments like on almost every video I post. He's like, hey, how's the Spider-Man? Or, you know, how, like how's the James Cameron Spider-Man thing coming along? And I'm like, I'm 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 gonna get there. I promise you. And so. So it's a little bit of, you know, passion projects, things I'm fascinated with uh, recreating or adapting like actual films, like things that are actually created and, and doing that. But then also listening to what people have to say and starting to build a list of scripts that, okay, these are ones people want to hear and I'm going to get to them eventually. Um, but, you know, they, they take a long time to produce anywhere from like a month to maybe three months, um, depending on the scope of the project. That's another thing that I've learned or that I've added to my process of selecting stories is understanding the scope. Okay, this one's good. This one's a little smaller and I'm going to be busy this next month. So maybe I'll knock that one out right now. Um, but okay, now I have some time. I'm going to knock out this big project. And so I have to look at the scope of a project too and, and see uh, what I can do. Because like, for instance, October, my wife and I had a baby. And so I took kind of a little bit of a break from producing so much. I, I just did a couple of small things. Like I did a couple of short stories. I did a what if. Because uh, those are uh, th- th- those don't take as much time, and so um, but so it's it's all those things, all those things come into play when I'm thinking about what I'm going to do next. That's awesome. Yeah, no, and, and actually, you answered my follow up question because I was going to ask about the short stories, you know, how you pick mm. them and everything. But it sounds like you know, is is you know, now that you weigh the projects, short stories kind of fit that gap when there's those longer ones on the horizon. Because yeah, you put a lot of effort into those things the sound effects the music obviously the voice cast like it's you know it you know i would say like they are professional level audio dramas you know like it's wow they have everything yeah thank you man yeah well and like i said with superman lives that one like i i almost cringe listening to it now because i feel like it's so amateur compared to what i'm doing now and 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 i'm still learning i'm still getting better at what i do Mm -hmm. and and i really really just appreciate the compliment um, but I know I have some room to grow and I, I'm learning different tricks over, over time. Cause I mean, I've worked in audio before, but mm-hmm. more like, more like music and mm-hmm. stuff. That's how I knew, I, I knew that I could make an audio drama. I just didn't know all the, all the, all, all the tips and tricks to really make it sound, you know, professional and make it sound good and mixing it all together and making it sound professional. And so, um, I'm, I'm getting better over time and I'm really excited, you know, years down the line to see how these progress, you know? And, uh, or even just how the channel grows, because, um, you know, it's still, it's still pretty small. We have a little bit of a following on YouTube, 
um, and, and on Spotify and stuff, but I'm just glad there's an audience for it. I, I mean, I love doing it. It's, it's a, for me, it's really just a labor of love, you know, at this point. Uh, but I'm really glad there's an audience for it. For me, that, that really makes it worth it. Well, I think like, you know, where I kind of come from at it is, you know, I grew up listening to, there was a Nightfall one that, that they did in the UK, like that audio drama for mm-hmm. Batman. Like it was, yeah. you know, it was cool and it's pretty long. And like, but like outside of that, like there's like a Superman one and there's like a couple others, but there wasn't a yeah. lot. So like to have, you know, I saw, you know, this week you up or within the last week you up, you added a new one. And I listened to that one today for the Batman. Oh, so it's cool. cool yeah. that like, yeah. you know, these things uh, that these dramas keep coming and, you know, you're, you're so active and creative with them. And to that end, speaking of the Batman, you know, in that one, you voice Batman. I did. So <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was gonna, wondering if, yeah, I was going to ask you how that yeah. felt. You did a good job. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I, thank you. I, so that was interesting. Okay. So I, I had wanted to adapt the Batman pretty much since it came out, because as a lot of, uh, a lot of people, a lot of Batman fans and just, you know, uh, moviegoers I re- really fell in love with that movie. I went into it just open-minded. I wasn't too sure about Robert Pattinson's Batman. I wasn't too sure of the tone of it, but I was like, Hey, you know, new Batman movie. Of course I'm going to see it. And I loved it. I thought it was really amazing. And I loved Robert Pattinson's Batman. And I kind of thought to myself, you know, I can't do the Christian Bale Batman voice. I can't do Kevin Conroy. It's way out of my range. And um, I don't want to do something and just forever feel self-conscious about it. Um, But that was a version of Batman that I kind of always thought I might be able to pull that off. And so I'd done an audio drama called Vengeance, which was like, that that was when I finally did a Batman story that like, you know, that, you know, I wrote and I just, I'd written it actually before the movie came out. And after the movie came out, I was like, wow, that's like the same tone. And so I decided to uh, do an audio drama in that universe. Um, But I had a guy, um, Simon Mitchell, he's one of my voice actors. Uh, He played Batman. He also did a Joker for it and he did a phenomenal job. So when it came to this one, I reached out to Simon and I said, hey, the scope of this one is kind of big. It's a lot of words. I know he's a busy guy. And I said, I, I think I'm going to give Batman a try. Like, if that's cool with you, I still want you to be involved. He still did Joker. He, did, he, uh, he also played Kenzie. Um, and I said, but I think I'm going to give Batman a shot. And he's like, yeah, cool, man, for sure. And so uh, I gave it a shot. I sat down one day. I, I'd written out the script and everything, which that, that's another part of the process of putting together the script and adapting it to, you know, to an audio drama. And I just, you know, I sat down one day, I recorded the lines and, and I just went with it. I just kept it, you know, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I was really going to do it. It was one of those things where it's a thought, but you don't know if you're going to go through with it. So that's, that, that's really how it came about. And then at the end of it, I was happy with it. I still, I'm a little self-conscious about it because people obviously, you know, are listening to it. And, um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm Batman, you know, like yeah. at, least for, at least finally. And, 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 and like, like my kids love it. I've done a lot of different voices and in, in some of the audio dramas. And no matter how much I obscure my voice, my kids know it's me. They're like, dad, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And so now that I'm Batman they they love it. And so um, it's, it's really cool. And it's, it's a movie that I love. It's a character that I love. And so I'm glad I was finally able to do a version where I actually voice them. And so I hope, I, and I've had, I've had, a, I've had a few compliments on it. So I'm, I'm really happy about it. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and you touched on this briefly, but, you know, speaking of, you know, the Batman again, you know, there are moments, you know, listening to it where, you know, the 
the scenes play out as they do in the movie. And there are moments, you know, where you use Batman's voice to narrate, you know, the actions clues uncovered, you know, when you adapt and go through that process, do you find it difficult to decide which to narrate, which to play out? You know, is there, is that kind of an, an intensive process? It is. Yeah. It can be really hard. In this case, it was actually really, this was the easiest one to adapt because I, as soon as the movie came out, I, what I love, one of the things that, one of the many things I loved about it was the point of view, um, like just that approach to it, you know, that it's kind of told from mainly the perspective of Batman, Bruce Wayne. And so I told myself, if I'm going to do an audio drama of this movie, just take that approach, but in audio form, have him narrate the whole thing and have him walk you through the story from his point of view, from his perspective. And so my goal in that was not only that, but have it very dialogue driven. And so, because with some of the audio dramas, uh, one of the things I found to be a little difficult is like action scenes. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. and, and you know, like, and then he throws a punch and there's a sound effect and then he shoots the gun and there's a, and there's a sound effect for that too. And so sometimes it works. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's maybe a little like, you know, like prolonged. And so with this one, I'm like, what if we condense all the action? And it and have the audio drama rely on narration and dialogue and just see how it all plays out. So th- that made it easy because every time we hit an action beat, we just condense that to Batman filling us in on what's happening. So w- when he goes to interrogate Penguin, you know, him and Gordon, instead of having this big, you know, 10 minute sequence of, of the Batmobile driving through the streets of Gotham and honking and fire and rain, just him saying, all right, chasing down in my car. And then here we are, we're going to talk to him. And so just condensing it down to that in that way, it made it really easy. In other cases, especially like a screenplay, that is hard because you're taking something that's written to be adapted to the screen. It's literally, it's for, it's, it's, you know, to be shot from, you know, and to storyboard and, and that, then that's the next process. But for me, I'm taking that and trying to, okay, how's this, like a narrator has to explain this. And sometimes, I have to maybe create new dialogue or change the dialogue to make it work. You know, you know, I think like in Superman lives, there's a scene where I think brain, uh, Lex Luthor's talking to Brainiac and in the script, Lex Luthor says, and Superman will be, and he does that with his hand. But I'm like, you can't really do that in the, in the audio drama. Cause you can't see Lex Luthor go like this. So he just has to say it out loud and Superman will be dead, you know? And so it's, it's definitely a process. This one, the Batman was a lot easier um, because of the, because of the approach that I took, but it, it can definitely be challenging to try to, you know, massage it in such a way that I, that I believe will work better for, you know, like an audio version of it. Yeah. Well, it came across really fluid. And I think that's just because, yeah, the feet, like the whole audio drum, you're kind of just in Batman's head. Yeah. So that makes sense. What was the hardest one to adapt? Ooh, the hardest one to adapt. Um, one of the challenging ones was Batman versus Superman, uh, the script from uh, 2002. Uh, well, th- really for a couple of reasons. One is because um, the, the same thing, trying to condense certain things and make it work, you know, in an audio form. Um, but also because it's a very dark script. It's very... Um, um very very gritty and and we try to keep everything on our channel as family friendly as possible because i I don't want i don't want it to have to be you know where kids can't listen to it or i have to be you know i can't let my kids listen to certain ones and so i try to keep everything um somewhat family you know family friendly so i had to sanitize it a bit you know and so 
for instance, there's a script. Uh, oh, I can't remember who wrote it. It's a it's an early Batman Year One script that was really really dark, really really gritty, and I just I don't know that I could sanitize that one. Um, but this one I did have to sanitize, you know, a little bit, and um, so it it was a challenge. But that was a I just had to do that one. I was so so passionate about bringing life to that one um, that I just pushed through it. But it was it was a challenge to get the, the to get the script ready for that one. Was that the one that was done in the style of Christian Bale's Batman and Heath Ledger's, Ledger's Joker? It was. Yeah, okay. that's the same one. Yeah. So we readapt. And that, that was fun because that was like our second or third audio drama. So it was really cool to go back and revisit that one. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I do a what if, when I like re like reimagine one, I just go back to my original working files and build off mm-hmm. of that. And just replace like the you know the voice acting the music to put it in that world, and so it was really cool to go back in, into that one. And, he, and I even updated it a little bit because some of the sound effects were a little cheesy. So I just kind of went back in and and made it a little bit better. So that that was kind of fun. Yeah, and you know, speaking of that one, you know, you got you have a lot of different interpretations of you know Batman stories done in the style of you know different eras of batman you know you have obviously the batman christopher nolan's dark knight trilogy right you know, do you have a personal favorite that you've worked on or adapted like our personal favorite era i guess we'll say oh man that is such a good question um i really i remember really enjoying doing the what if of batman 89 in the style of the snyderverse um i think because there was a couple things i think the like just the music and uh, Simon Mitchell, who plays Batman in that one, he 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 did his own voice modulation for it. I didn't ask him to. He just he just did it. He said, "Hey, I think I I know how to make it sound like the Ben Affleck Batman." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you know, do it." Because otherwise, I was just going to try and figure it out. But he he did it for me. And I just I remember when I cut that first scene, and he only has a couple lines. He just says, "Tell all your friends about me. I'm Batman." I, I think that's all he says. And I just loved it. And I'm just imagining Ben Affleck's Batman holding this thug in this movie that is so beloved by people like you and me, but imagining it with this new version of Batman where Ben Affleck is, is, is a tough question for me, but Ben Affleck is like probably my favorite Batman. I, I love them all. It's hard, It's really hard for me, but he's really up there. I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Love the suit. I think he's just, he looks like Batman. He looks like Bruce Wayne. He just, I really love the Ben Affleck Batman. So that one for me was, uh, that was a ton, just a ton of fun to, to put that one together. Nice. You know, um, speaking on creating things, you know, you do a lot of comic book properties, but do you have ideas for audio dramas set in like greater sci-fi or fantasy spheres? I I do. I have um, maybe not so much sci-fi, except someone did recommend, I think, an alien script recently Mm -hmm. that I haven't looked too much into. But I, I think ultimately, yeah, we, we, we'd love to branch out and do non non comic book stuff um, right now. That's mostly, I think really, that's all that's where we're at. Um, there's a couple projects that I really want to get to eventually, but they are so different from what we do. I've even talked to actually, even my own dad, I was talking to my dad about it. He's like, I don't know. Like, it's so different from what you do, Tim. I'm like, well, <laughs> so one of them is the original toy story three, uh, which was, I think was written while, um, Disney and Pixar were kind of like broken up, you know, before they got back together and like remarried. And so there, it was a completely different script. And so 
That one I think would be really cool because I love Disney, love Toy Story, I love that whole franchise. The other one is Elf Two, so the 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 sequel that never got made, um, because I'm a huge fan of Elf and I'm a huge fan of Christmas movies. It's just every you know, and that's a staple Christmas movie in my house uh, is Elf, and so it's fascinating to me that they never made a that they never made a sequel. But I guess if you read the script, you can see why. Um, but it's things like that that I love to bring life to. So that being said, I think eventually I will get to projects like that, but I think that's something that's, it's, yeah. it's down the line. I think especially because I have so many projects that I want to do that are all comic book. And for instance, this year is really going to be the year of Batman. I'm doing a bunch of Batman stuff. It'll probably be a while until I get to anything else. Nice. Yeah. You know, you said, you know, your kids listen to it. So your dad listens to yeah, my dad, it's crazy. Yeah, my dad, is, he's been a huge supporter. He's even joked about about uh, being featured in one of the audio dramas. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to find a role for him, like, you know, and, and something that, uh, that would be cool for him uh, so he could hear himself in it. Um, but yeah, my, it's funny, because uh, my dad does like a lot of jogging and working out and stuff. So he listens while he's, while he's working out or, or, you know, like while he's running, um, which is like, I love that. I love that people can listen to these while they're doing whatever they're doing, they're working or cleaning or working out and 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 uh so yeah he listens to them i i've, I've gotten my wife to listen to a few of them and and which is really cool to me because she gives me her feedback and stuff and so it's, it's really cool that's awesome yeah um you know where do you you know produced a lot of you know content in the last you know couple years like there is a huge wealth of them like just going through them and i know like there are like short stories and some that are on like the 15, 20 minute side, but yeah. like still that's like a heavy, you know, load of um, audio dramas. Where do you see Newverse creative in like the next year or two? I mean, I, I, I mean, ultimately I just want to keep doing what we're doing uh, at least for the short term. You know, I, I, I've thought a little bit about, you know, expanding what we do just in terms of, um, branding and social media and trying to make maybe a bigger name for ourselves. But right now I'm just, I, I, I just want to let the audio dramas do the, you know, do the work um, because um, it is very time consuming. It's not like it's my full-time job. Um, and so I, I really see myself doing the same thing. Um, and then ultimately branching out, like I said, into maybe some non non comic book uh, films and franchises and, 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 and things of that nature. But ultimately I want to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and I want to take anything that comes my way that, uh, that I get excited about, for instance, let's say, you know, the, the canceled Batgirl script surfaces, something like that. I'm going to hop on that, you know, or if Batman Unchained surfaces, I'm going to hop on that. So like, I have a list of scripts that I want to do, but if there's something that, if, but if there's something that comes up that, um, that grabs my attention, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to hop on it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that makes sense. And I imagine with Batgirl, like if that popped up, that would probably like be crazy, like the amount yeah. of, like, just to like see something, just because it's so at this point it's so like hidden. I don't. It's just the curiosity. I feel like would get to everybody. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> I, and I think that's something because sometimes I wonder. I'm like, is there any particular project that's like really gonna like you know? Because you know, we have a little bit of a falling, but I, I've, I've always wondered, like, is, is there a project out there that's really going to like get like a lot of attention? And because mm-hmm. I think another another person recommended like a Star Wars uh, script. I think there's an unproduced Scar, you know, Star Wars script, which I like Star Wars, but I'm not I'm not a super Star Wars fan, so I'd have to really get into it, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but but I think Batgirl would definitely people would would be all over that because it's one of those things where you know it's it's such a mystery and people I'm sure people would, would want to hear that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, are there other characters like comic book characters? Remember that you know you that are on like a dream list to create audio dramas for if you could. Yeah, there there are a few. Um, obviously, I've done Batman, uh, uh, Superman. I've done a little bit of Hulk stuff. And the reason I did that was because I, I have a few Hulk scripts that I want to do. And I was really just kind of playing around with the idea of going into that world and, and Iron Man and Spider-Man and, uh, and these other like Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's, so there's some Hulk stories that I want to do. There's some Iron Man scripts from like the 80s and the 90s that never got made. There, there's a ton of them. It's really insane. And um, there's a guy, I don't even know who he is, but he commented on one of my videos way back when we first got started. And he goes by the name, um, oh man, I think it's the Ape Man, the Indestructible, something like that. It's a weird username. Um, And he reached out to me and said, hey, I have some unproduced, or I have some scripts. He's like, can I send them to you? I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's my email. And he's just started sending me a bunch of stuff. And some of them I'm adap- uh, I've actually adapted like Spider-Man, uh, Spider, uh, Spider, I'm sorry, Spider-Man Operation Z uh, mm-hmm. was the project, was, was a script that he sent me. And he sent it to me. I just fell in love with it. And I was like, I'm going to do this one because it was, it was a little shorter in, in, in scale, uh, a little smaller in scale. And so he sent me a bunch of Iron Man scripts, um, uh, stuff that I never even knew existed. Um, he sent me some Batman stuff that I didn't know existed that I'm super pumped about. Um, so yeah, Hulk, Iron Man, sorry, I went off track there. Um, Flash, I want to do some Flash stuff. I, I really, really love the Flash, uh, which I should have done that this year with the new Flash movie <laughs> coming out, but um, I, was, I wasn't thinking ahead. Um, <laughs> well, it got moved back so many times, it kind of became unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I, I never could have lined that up anyway. So it's probably probably better I didn't even try to line that up. But so yeah, so I, I definitely want to adapt a lot of these other uh, um, superhero characters and, and and comic book stories and uh, and films that uh, like you know unproduced films that are of, of different characters that I haven't done. Um, and like I said, Iron Man, Hulk and, and Spider-Man. I mean, I've done a little bit of Spider-Man stuff, but there's a ton more, a ton of a, a whole lot of more, a whole lot more stories that I could do. And, and I hope to get there eventually. It's, it's again, I, I, I typically do one or two projects at a time and, and, and they're time consuming. So it, I just, I take them as they come and, and uh, uh, hopefully within, I don't know, 20, 30 years, we'll maybe get, we'll maybe get through them all. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> In for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So you said this year is the year of Batman. Yeah. So is there anything you could tease or? Well, yeah, we had actually posted on our YouTube channel um, about some of our upcoming projects. So we announced the Batman, which that that is you know, that dropped last Friday, I think. And then what I'm working on currently is um, another project that's called the Batman but it's based on an unproduced uh, script treatment from 1986 by Steve Englehart, who is a comic book writer, a really talented guy. And he wrote actually two treatments in 1986 for a movie that he was calling the Batman. And I actually, I'm planning to adapt both of them because they're both really diversely different. A lot of these projects that I adapt, there's multiple scripts and obviously Superman lives. I did two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in some cases, in most cases, I'm only going to do one because they're usually pretty similar. Um, but in this case, uh, Steve Englehart, he wrote two very different scripts. There's some similarities, 
but they're so different that I want to adapt both of them. But I'm doing the first one now because I actually really, really like his first treatment. It's really, really solid. It's got a really cool relationship between Batman and Robin. Uh, Joker is really, the way they hand, the way he handles Joker is really cool. And so that's what we're working. We're literally working on that right now, or I'm working on that. I pretty much have all the voice cast and everything for that. Um, and then I'm working on another what if of Batman versus Superman. But what I'm doing is it's in the Snyderverse. So it's going to be Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, like all that um, of that same script that we've already done. And which is really cool because um, and, 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 and a little difficult, but it's really cool because it's completely different than the version we got. And, and, and I do love the version that we got. I love the I love the Batman v Superman movie, uh, you know, that came out. But this will be like a what if of what if they took a completely different approach to how really how Batman responds to Superman. And and in this one, it's completely different and it's really cool. Um, but beyond that, we have some really cool projects. Uh, we've connected with um, Ben Wan from a channel called um, Superhero Stuff You Should Know. And I'm sure you've heard of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. They have a great channel, great show, great podcast. And um so he actually, he, he emailed me one day and said, Hey, um, like, what would you think about adapting the Batman, um, 89 comic book, or the, uh, the Batman 89 shadows comic book, um, which is like a sequel to Batman returns. And I was like, yeah, that like, I hadn't thought about that. And I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. Well, he, he went, he went ahead and wrote the script for it, which that that's a ton of work uh, in a, in, you know, in of itself. So he wrote the script, sent it to me. And I'm like, dude, this is fantastic. Absolutely. We're going to do this. So we're working on that. Uh, we're working on, he also wrote a script for what we're calling Batman three, which is uh, uh, like an early Batman forever script. Uh, and we're going to do that. We're planning to do two versions of that one with the Burton verse. So like Michael Keaton, um, you know, Billy D Williams as two face, like do, like doing the Burton verse cast, but then also doing a Batman forever traditional cast with Val Kilmer and so on and so forth as like this is like an early version of that script which is something we hope to do more of like the early version of batman and robin the early version of batman returns which i think was called batman 2 i think um because it's kind of cool to think of uh the what if of uh of some of the things that were in the early versions of the scripts and then last but not least we're doing batman enigma which is from um triple threat comics it's a fan comic and so there's a really talented guy um named ian miller who reached out uh, a while back actually. And was like, Hey, I discovered your channel. I love it. And would love for you to produce a, uh, like an audio drama of our, of our comic. And I was like, yeah, this sounds fantastic. And so they're, they're finishing up the third issue now. And, um, and so they're, he's also writing the script for the audio drama for that. And so it's a really, really cool story. So the really cool thing is that we're going to get three, three different versions of a, basically a sequel to Batman Returns. So three different versions of, of where Keaton's Batman could have gone. And that, I know we joked about the whole Flash thing, but it's kind of cool because the Flash movie also brings back Keaton's Batman uh, this year, which is like his big, his big return, which is like a dream for Batman fans. And so our channel is going to have a lot of Michael Keaton Batman this year. And so it'll be cool to imagine where he could have been all these years. And I don't know if the Flash movie is going to address that um you know like where he's been you know what's happened from batman returns until now because obviously it's an older michael keaton an older batman um so those are some of the batman uh projects that were um that we have slated for the year 
That's crazy. That's a lot. Like that's yeah. I know what you're talking about with Batman Enigma. I have followed that a little bit online. Oh, you know, cool. that is is a cool project. The Batman '89 um, sequel you mentioned was that. Is that an older comic or is that adapted from the one that came out within the last year or two? Yeah, so that is the one that just recently came out. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy because when I I hadn't really read it actually when Ben Wan from Superhero Stuff You Should Know reached out to me, and so he got me really jazzed about it. Um, and and I think the other reason I'm jazzed about it is because we've done a lot of you know Burton verse stuff on our channel, so this will really add add to that. And and uh, we'll be using uh, working with a lot of the same voice cast to bring these these characters back to life. And so it's 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 just perfect timing because we 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 have we have a lot of like resources under our belt. We have voice actors, we have music, we have we have all the tools we need to keep making Burton verse. Uh, I, I guess what I call Burton verse uh, stories, and so we're we're really pumped about it. That's exciting, and that's I'm really looking forward to that then too, because that's you know I loved that that series, especially I don't want to spoil anything for people who are listening who haven't read it, but I loved the take on uh, Billy D. Williams's Two Face. Yeah, so that no. they did in that book. Yeah, it's really. It's really... It's really interesting. It's really fresh. I love the way it kicks off. And and I think even just in general, because we were kind of robbed of ever seeing him as Two-Face because, yeah. you know, they make, they made Batman Forever and Joel Schumacher came in and did his own thing, which, you know, I love, I love Batman Forever. I love Tommy Lee Jones. That's for me, like my childhood Batman, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's so cool now to be able to imagine a, a different, a different world or maybe what could have been with some of these characters. Which is another thing that our channel does is uh, we like to focus a lot on that is, you know, the what if, you know, stories that yeah. never got to, that were never told or never finished or never made. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. For our listeners who might want to dive in, two questions. Where can they find you? And the follow-up would be, which audio dramas would you point them to first? Man, such a good question. Uh, well, first, <laughs> well, first of all, it, you can obviously find us um, on YouTube. Um, but if you want to listen to our audio dramas in um, in audio, just audio form, um, uh, anywhere podcasts are found, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, um, uh, Apple Podcasts, all, all the you know all the places, all the usual places, wherever you listen to them, you, you should you should be able to find us there. Um, if you want to know what to listen to first, um, man, that's, <laughs> well, if, if you love Batman, I'm going to say, go listen to our new audio drama of the Batman, uh, which is an adaptation of the new Matt Reeves film from last year. Definitely check that out. Um, if you want to listen to just anything, I'm going to point you to my favorite, the favorite, you didn't ask this, but my, my favorite one that I've done, which is interesting is my favorite, but my favorite one that I've done is actually Superman flyby. So if you want to listen to my favorite, go to Superman Flyby and um, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Well, everybody listening, you heard it here. So <laughs> um, that is all of my questions. I don't have anything else, but um, thank you for taking the time to you know talk to me and talk about Nuverse Creative. You know, as I said earlier, what you're doing is is fat is fantastic. To be honest, like I, it's great to listen to you know i'm always excited when a new one drops and you know i have a whole bunch to look forward to now but yeah it was just a real pleasure to have you on and talk to you and 
yeah, and looking forward to the future. Thank you. Thank you so much, Scott. Thanks for having me on. And, and uh, you know, thanks for all the kind words. I appreciate it. Of course. And for everybody listening, you know where to find Newverse Creative and you know which ones to start with. Um, I <laughs> highly recommend you do it. You know, and again, you've been listening to the Batman Universe podcast. And with that, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Batman Universe podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Scott for doing the interview uh, with Tim. Thank you to Tim for joining us for this episode of the Batman Universe podcast. If you guys have an episode of or a suggestion of something you like us to to look into, whether it be an interview or a topic, be sure to email us at tbu at thebatmanuniverse.net or leave your comments in the comment section wherever you are listening to the podcast. In addition to that, check out our website, thebatmanuniverse.net, for all kinds of news, editorials, reviews, and original content related to the Batman universe with everything from movies, television, video games, merchandise, comics, and everything else related to the Bat fandom. In addition to that, follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Discord, YouTube. All of our social links can be found at the top of the page over at thebatmanuniverse.net. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Batman Universe Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.